Is there something attached to this number that should hold our attention today? I have studied Daniel's number in the past. I have discussed it in other blog writings. Now in November 2022, I came face to face with the number 35 again when taking to the airways. Our world closed down to Covey in 2020 with people afraid to fly for fear of dying from an unknown pathogen. Now we still are in fear of flying because our pilots are dying while flying. But, it's not from being sick from Covey. It is from an untested vaccine that has produced flexible materials floating through our bloodstream. Once these particles hit the heart, it has been death to millions. Even with thousands of people dying unexpectedly, booster jabs are encouraged. Within the last month my cousin fell into the arms of the heart surgeons two days after his cubby booster, in his 70s, Kyoto has lost their vet. In order to visit his mother, my friend's husband had to get the cubby jab before he could fly into Canada to visit his mother in a nursing center. One year later found him dealing with chemo, radiation and laser treatment for the cancer in his liver. He died September 30, 2022, after pucking up blood for over a month. He died exactly two years from having his first CVI shot. The wearing of masks while flying and the demand of the jab before you can fly has kept many on the ground. My husband's heart has been stressing, so the two-day trip pushing ourselves on the highways just was not going to happen. I went to checking into our United Mileage program. We booked flights to be with around about 30 family members at Thanksgiving in Arizona. United Airlines no longer required masks to fly. This story will move quickly to selecting seats. In the flight going out, there were no seats to sit next to each other. I want to preface this testimony that I detest horoscopes and I am not in any form superstitious. Yet, I have learned to respect the Hebrew language which has three properties to it. Each letter is seen in a number and a figure. It confirms itself in three ways. Daniel's number 1335 is filled with awe. One is the letter Aleph, first, showing silent, strength, ox, God. Three is the letter Gimel indicated by a camel moving forward. Five is the letter He pictured as a gate. Everything in life has a negative aspect to it or we can see it in the positive. Hebrew words act the same, depending what is missing from the word. There are six letters that signify God is involved in the word. Letters representing God. Aleph, 1, silent. Bait, 2, temple, house. Ben equals son. Hey, 5, Hashem, breath. Vav, 6, Yeshua in flesh, Adam. Yad, 10, Iodine. All five letters mean, in a small voice. These letters show us a redemption plan for all of us. Even the numbers 1335 show us God walking while lifting us with His breath. Yes, that is why Daniel could say that making it to that day will be a blessing. It has God's breath of life. In God's instructions at creation, also confirmed in the Torah with Moses, we are told to multiplying on the earth. Today's female can still bear a child in her temple at age 35. She has 40 years of eggs. 40 is the number of completion even seen in King Saul, King David and King Solomon length of leadership. When looking at the small selection of seats to choose from on these flights, I prayed for God's choice of seats and not mine. 42 consumes my life with the Lord. Parsha 42 speaks of who the tribes of Israel are. Parsha 43 then describes the Israelites' journeys. 4 is door and 2 is house. 4 plus 2 is 6 which is the letter vav that connects man to God. Row 24 is likened to 42 to me. It's the completion or confirmation of a matter that says, it's okay to step into that path. I always want God in my life. I ask Him to never leave me and this is what happens to me confirming the path I'm on is correct for His purposes. My husband would sit in row 24 and I assigned myself to row 25 behind him. There were no seats to sit next to each other. 
On the second flight we had a layover in Houston, Texas. Again, we were forced to sit separately. We could sit in the same row, but across the aisle, both in middle seats. I prayed sincerely about these flights as my husband just does not like flying. I attached row 35 to Daniel's blessing, praying they would be a blessing. My prayer went up over these seats that once on board we would be able to switch seats. Both segments of the two flights were completely booked. On the way back from Arizona our seats could be together. In the first leg from Kansas City to Houston, Mesa Airlines only had four seats across the plane. We were in the last last row and the second last row. We will end up sitting together in row 24, yes, the letter Vov. Row 25's window seat was settled in and he would not move forward to row 24 window seat. Row 24 would be one of our seats. I looked at my husband and he said it was no problem. And then, a younger man who was waiting to sit next to me, said that he would be glad to switch seats. I thanked him for being such a gentleman. My husband would now also sit in row 24 with me. It was the perfect ride in the perfect seats. In the second leg of our trip to Phoenix, we would have to take a tram to connect to our gate for Houston to Phoenix. My husband was wore out and yet pulling two pieces to carry on. We made it in time to catch his breath. Row 35 middle seats, as we approached two large men occupied both all seats. There are still four empty seats out of six in that row. I barely got out of my mouth that my husband and I would like to sit together and the one big man sat looking down not acknowledging my presence. He didn't even want to talk about it. The other large man commented, would you both like to sit together? We said that we would and he climbed over the other big man to sit in the middle seat. He was right next to the other big guy in row 35. Believe me, they were shoulder to shoulder. My husband took his all seat and I took my assigned middle seat. I thanked the man. I went into prayer asking that the person coming to sit next to him would be a thin person. Here she came, a thin woman going to Phoenix to visit her father who was dying of cancer at age 61. She had driven two and a half hours just to get to the Houston airport leaving her three children at Thanksgiving. She was a selfless person as well. She was cold and weary on the trip but seemed refreshed after my husband's counsel on cancer for her father. She stood in the aisle looking first to see if she would occupy the tiny seat left by the two men. Then she slid her eyes to the window seat next to me. That was her assigned seat, next to me. She would hear my prayers during this flight. As we got up to let her in to occupy the window seat, I told the courteous gentleman that I was praying for a slim person for his window seat and he smiled. And, then I said, no, I'm praying for an empty seat. Soon a Mesa airline authority came and took a picture of row 35's empty window seat. It was a full flight. I prayed for them to just close the airplane's door and leave that window seat empty. They closed the door of the plane and prepared for takeoff. The courteous man slid over to the window seat. Now the middle seat was empty, giving these two broad-shouldered men plenty of room. He smiled back as we all knew God was in the details. Yes, row 24 and row 35 were prayed for ahead of time. Yes, God knew that he was to be given the glory. I am giving testimony to God's hand, not in just this flight, but even in choosing the seats. He directs our path in life. It is up to us to know how to see Him real in the Scriptures and even in His Hebrew language. And, that is not all. The ride became turbulent and route and coming into Phoenix. The pilot had the attendants buckle in. I prayed and I wondered how many others were praying as well as the plane rocked. There was no further turbulence and they again served their drinks. As we were a half hour from descent he had them buckle in again. Prayer went out consistently with just a few bumps again happening. I was about the last person off the airplane. I thanked the pilot for his services. I said, I know you thought it was going to be rough, but it wasn't. He was a young-looking pilot and said, yes, it wasn't as bad as what they expected. I said, yes, 
I was in prayer. God hears prayer. I tell you that it is not me, but our faith that God hears. It is our faith that we must tell others about so they too will have faith as our world seems to spiral apart. On this flight we were told to keep the window shades down. On other recent night flights people have looked out at the beautiful city lights from the air. But, that day Ukraine just went black and without power. Yes, we are at war and planes can be targeted. Again, let us rejoice and give, thanks for all things in our lives.